0: My name is Michael Kelleher, um, and I'm from Fossa, outside Killarney. I'm a primary school teacher, and I teach at Kilcumma National School, and I suppose I've been playing Irish music all my life. Mm. Um, So that's basically me in a nutshell. (laughs) In a nutshell.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Tell me, you've been playing it all your life, and I look now at the moment, and there's plenty of medals up here, there's plenty of pictures of you and your siblings. Is it a family thing?
0: It is, it is, yeah. I suppose um, it's actually very sentimental that we're doing it here in this room, to be honest. You know, this used to be my grandfather's house. Uh, and the whole house would have been totally different that time. This used to be the kitchen, it's a, it's a sitting room now. Um, so I would have grown up with my grandfather, you know, for I'd say the first say 10 years of my life. Um, Both of them really, but I suppose I, I lived with one of them. And my second grandfather was from... Glincar, and both of them played music. Mm. Uh, They were both Michaels. One was uh, Michael O'Shea. My grandfather from here was Michael or Michal Kelleher. And they both played the accordion. They both played the motor organ or the harmonica. Um, And I think a bit of the single row melodion as well. The single row accordion. So yeah, it was here in the house before I was even born at all. Like, you know, I suppose, like... If you can imagine, oh, this room was a kitchen and my grandfather used to sit over in the corner over there, you know, and um, I think a lot of neighbours used to call here, play music until the early hours of the night. Like a know? rambling house. A rambling house, exactly, yeah, so, and it was, there was always a, a big welcome here and I suppose no one left without hearing somebody music-like, you know, Um I had a lot of relations I still have, I suppose, over in England, over in Northampton and they'd make a... A visit over here, you know, on an annual basis. They'd give a call to my grandfather, and I suppose they'd be expecting the music to to come out. Like you know, it was always associated with this house, like you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I suppose my grandfather, Michal, like I wouldn't have really seen my grandfather and Glencar play music. I was born a bit too late for that, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, but my grandfather would have been my first influence, you know. I can remember, like I was, I'd say. Six or seven years old, and I used to come into him here, and I'd ask him to to play the accordion, you know, and I'd be running up and down the kitchen here. I, I wouldn't even call it dancing, like <laughs> jumping on his <the> <laughs> back. Exactly, yeah. I'd be trying to do something anyway, um, but I was mesmerised by him, like you know, um, and he was my first influence. And I used to, you know, I used to take it off him and try to play something. Sure, I'd, I I wouldn't be playing anything on your random notes, like you know.
1: and Was he teaching you?
0: Uh, he never taught. Well. Yeah, I suppose years later when I started getting lessons um formally, you know, he he would tell me if I was going right or wrong, you know. I think he actually paid for my first set of lessons with Padre Minington over in the school in foster school. Um I sat off with Uh it was every Friday evening, um after school and I can remember my granddad we used to call him Hawley, you know, it was short for me Hall like, you know. Um, he'd always listen to what I was playing during the week to make sure I had it right for the, the Friday, you know. Um, so I suppose he was in a way like you know, and my dad um, was I suppose a drummer in wedding bands down through the years, like you know. So he would have had the music as well. He played a small bit of the accordion, and my late uncle Mike, another Mike Keller, heard of his lord. Mike Keller was one time, you know. <laughs> Um, I always
1: said Mikes and Johns were the most yeah, popular names. they would
0: have been, they would have been. So he, he, um, he would have been well known for playing around, you know, playing guitar and singing. So I suppose, you know, when you're growing up here and you have all of those people around you, like, they do influence you, you yeah. know. And
1: it's a really good influence to have as well.
0: Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely, like, you know. Um, I learned a lot, like, tis mad, you know, without even leaving the yard at all, I learned an awful lot about music here. You know, between my, my own grandfather growing up, uh, my father at the moment, and my late uncle he used to live just down there, you know. I did my first few gigs with him, actually, back oh. in back in Killargan. What was that like? Yeah, it was, like, you know, it was a real learning experience, like, you know, um, I'd say I was you know, maybe just 17, 18, turning 18, and I used to play with my late uncle Mike back in Killargan, um, and you'd see how he'd deal with situations, you know, and... I suppose, like I say, late end of the night, people coming up to you and things like that. But he had a great way about him, like, you know. And mm-hmm. I remember at the time someone told me that, you know, playing a gig with him was better than any formal education that I could get. And at the time, sure, I didn't know what they were talking about. But looking back now, I know exactly what they meant. Mm-hmm. Because it was the skill of dealing with people, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Um and Would
1: you ever get very... I suppose, anxious with the thoughts of playing with family at that point, because, you know, you want to do them proud, but you also want to do yourself proud.
0: Yeah, I I, I suppose. So, starting off, you would be all right, you know, because when I started playing with my Uncle Mike, you'd want to, you know, you'd want to make sure that you were doing a good job, you know, but, I mean, the likes of my uncle there, my late uncle, he was always very encouraging, like, you know, and that's why he brought me on board, was to, to encourage me more, and I suppose, like... I must have been good enough at the time to be doing a few gigs with him as well but I mean of course like you'd want to do a good job to make sure that you're ass back again like <laughs> <laughs> you know but your Mike and myself were playing together for I suppose the bones of 12 years you know on and off you did know? you have
1: a band name or did you just go as Mike and Mike
0: <laughs> funny that you know we were people used to call us the two Mikes but I mean was other two Mikes you know but it was just you know there was no talk put into that at all it was Mike <laughs> Or Mike Kelleher and his nephew was another one like, you know. It's funny, if if I ever play back in Killard in these times, I'm always known as Mike Kelleher's nephew, you know. People had great respect for him back there and he was very well liked and one thing I learned from him that I always took with me was how do you deal with situations and how do you you approach a situation, how you deal with people and it's funny how I learned that from him through the music, you know. Um, What do
1: you mean by a situation?
0: Say, for example, like, if you if you could imagine, you're playing uh, in, I suppose, a pub, and um, there's gear, you, you have your gear set up, and I suppose, like, fellas after a few jars might be inclined to come up and have a chat with you, and maybe, you know, they want to pull the microphone off you and sing a few songs and things like that, but you have to try and very nicely coax them away, like, mm-hmm. you know, things like that, you know, as opposed to getting ratty back to them, like, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, mm-hmm. things like that, small things like that, like, you know, and it's, it's very hard to put words on it, it was just his way, like, you know, people would always tell you he had a lovely way, that he would... His, his approach... He, he had a very gentle approach to things, like, you know. Mm. Um, and I suppose a bit of that probably rubbed off on of me a small bit as well, you know. But that's what I learned from, from my uncle, my late uncle Mike, anyway, yeah, yeah. And
1: recently you brought home a few medals, so tell us about that.
0: I did, I did. Um, but, yeah, I suppose... I won the all Ireland this year in the Moat-Argon. And it's something that would have been happening down through the years like do you know that's something I started playing when I was 18 you know I can remember um, my mother and father they would have paid for lessons for all of us here at home um, my main instrument was the accordion I never got lessons in the, the motor organ because it's not the thing you would really do like you know uh, down here anyway but they were always fantastic for you know paying for lessons and putting time into the, into our music here at home and I suppose I got better and better at the E and as, as time went on. At least I thought I did anyway, like, do you know. Or I, I I think I did. Um You wouldn't have a medal now. <laughs> do you know, but um I remember when I I was eighteen like and um we were entering the Flair Call competition and Dad and, and and myself here we were looking at the Fla programme and um we were looking at the different competitions that you could enter and one of them was the Motorgan, you know. And we said. Actually, that's something we, I I can really try you know because it's a similar instrument family to the Motorgan, you know uh, and I can remember as well seeing the Motorgan here from my grandfather's time when I was smaller you know so I suppose I kind of picked one up in town and I took it home and I started practicing it and I was able to make sense out of it and it was it wasn't too dissimilar to the, the accordion you know mm-hmm. and um I started listening to fellas on YouTube and I came across the Murphy brothers from from Wexford and they're they're, they're real champions of the Mothargan, say, in terms of Irish music, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I entered the flat for the first time then, I'd say I was in the Mothargan maybe 18 or 19, you know, and I came third in the All-Ireland, mm-hmm. uh, which was which was you know, a great achievement at the time, like, but I said, you know, I'd like to come back some other time, no, oh, maybe win it, you know. Yeah. Um so I tried three times after and I didn't even get placed and I took a break for a long time and my brother Sean actually tried us under under fifteen and he won it under fifteen, you know. Um It was a bit of stiff competition so it wasn't. Uh, no. There was no there was no I suppose like John that the two was kind of learned it at the same time and we kinda of learned it the same way, like, you know, I I was encouraging him, he'd encouraging me, like and I said I'd try it again this year for the crack and um I was lucky enough to to get it this time, you know. Mm. So, and what I,
1: kind of a tune did you play in it?
0: I played. Well, with the flare, you'd you, you play four different tunes, like, you know. So, that's what the flare. Like, I suppose in Irish music, you have jigs, reels, hornpipes, baron dances, polka, slides. There's loads of types, so you have to pick four that you can play well, like. So, I played a jig, a reel, a hornpipe, and a baron dance. Uh, because, I suppose, I, I knew I could play them half well, like, so. I said I'd stick with that, like you know <laughs>
1: Half will, not full well. And <laughs> have you... Uh,
0: more Hargan, I do. I have it there, yeah. I? I
1: might get you to play it, if you don't mind. I will, of course, yeah, Thank
0: yeah. you. Two harmonicas, two more Hargans here now. One is tuned to the key of A, One's tuned to the key of C. Um, I'll try playing maybe a baron dance into a hornpipe on one of them. So the baron dance, I played these now at the flare The baron dance is called Joe Baines. The hornpipe is called Pete Bates. And... I will swapped in to a different key for the reel. This reel is called "The Trip to Cullenstown and it was it was actually um, composed by Pip Murphy. And I mentioned earlier the, the Murphys from Wexford, you know, um, or sorry, Phil Murphy. Phil Murphy was his name. Phil was the father of the Murphy family. And when you win the the Mothagen at the Aran Flare, what you get is the Phil Murphy plaque okay. over there, you know. So this is the tune that Phil Murphy composed, and that's when I played in the day. done thank you you must nice. have some
1: pair of lungs
0: <laughs> <laughs> i don't know um yeah that's it um but i suppose look it's you know from as at it but i think it'd be a big help was being able to play the accordion beforehand you know there's lots of transferable skills onto it like such as know. what
1: because that was all mounted I and mean, i assume with the, the everything it's all hand right?
0: yeah yeah um i suppose say if i'm playing the melodians say the single or melodion if i press on that i'm blowing in this Okay. And if I pull on that, I'm I'm sucking on this, you know. Okay. But even the way you kind of play the music is, it's not too dissimilar either, like you know the way you kind of, I suppose, the notes you use and the way you kind of ornament the notes as well. But it wouldn't be that far. I know, I know, it looks totally different, all right, like, but. Your way of thinking is something very similar, like you and know, the
1: transition between the two of them in the middle of that,
0: yeah, was very seamless. Yeah, That's so well. <laughs> it wasn't always seamless, you know. It wasn't always like that at all. Um, you'd be holding one and dropping the other one, and sure, it often happened to be like if I was playing it live, I'd be holding one and one would fall, and I'd be trying to. I I, I remember I was playing one time one one time I was playing live and um, um I I was trying to do the same thing, you know swap between one to the next and I actually drop one of them. I, yeah, I was trying to, while playing, beckon the fella behind me to come and pick it up, you know, so it works most of the time you have to have a firm grip over here while you're playing this fella. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Tell me, where does the next 12 months hold for you? So, regarding music, regarding competitions, regarding plays or, or all sorts?
0: Um... That's a good question. Um, <laughs> I haven't thought I haven't talked too much about it. I suppose really. Um, I suppose. Look, basically, I was very lucky to have come from a, a musical family here. Like, it's not just me who plays. Like, we all play. You know, I have two sisters and I, I have a brother who plays as well. And we're all involved in different things. Like, you know, mm. um, I know my brother Sean. I know he's involved with. You know, he plays with Tommy Fleming every now and then. He was in the TAFN America event that won a couple of years ago. I have two sisters, you know, one, Mary, she plays the the, the whistle and Brita, She's she sings and plays the guitar and concertina. Like, we'd often geek together, you know, at different different events, different gigs, like, you know, a lot of time we'd, we'd geek with other people as well. Mm. Um, I suppose around Killarney, it's a great place to be because the music is always vibrant there, like, you know, and especially during the summer months, like, you know, because tourists, I suppose, come here to hear it. Um,
1: I think we sometimes forget about that as well that we do yeah people actually want to hear this themselves
0: yeah we do we do like I um, uh, was going to say yeah I suppose let's like, uh, say uh, sorry I'm going to bog in here with my but, no, but geez, I you wanted
1: had... to say something so, about your uncle you were saying
0: my mother and father I suppose yeah but I suppose um, I know I spoke a lot about my uncle there but like I can remember I said my mother and father here when we were growing up, you know, they used to really put the time and the effort into us every night, you know. And a lot of people would kind of say, like, you know, that um, oh, the music's in your blood and it's there. And that's true too, I would imagine, because it's there historically on both sides, like, you know. But I can tell you, like, the four of us, we wouldn't be able to play it all today if it wasn't for mom and dad, like, you know. If, if it wasn't for them and taking the time and the effort to sit us down every night to go through the tunes and things like that, like, you know, I mean, that was important, you know, you, you do need someone at home to really anchor the whole thing, like, you know, mm-hmm. I know we grew up and it was great having the influences around us, you know, my, my late grandfather, both of them, and my late uncle and things like that, and but you you really need people that have a kind of a vision for you, you know, and I suppose we were very lucky having mom and dad Um to be those people for us, mm-hmm. you and know? you know,
1: sometimes a lot of I suppose children now that were that are in that boat at the moment, they sometimes they get sick of it, but it's when they look back on it in years to come that That's they right. really appreciate it. That's then. right.
0: Like I know every house is different, you know, and every everyone's story isn't the same, but the amount of people I hear it saying to me that they wished they kept up music when they were younger, you know? It's like sport. It is. Yeah, it is. And it's a great way to keep you active, I mean, mentally, you know? And it's a great social outing as well. I mean, I'd highly recommend it for any young person because, you know, what you generally find is people who have an interest in music, especially Irish music, I find, like, when they're grown up through their teenage years, they can be the toughest, you know? Mm -hmm. But if you can get involved with a cultist group or find other people your own age and... You know, take part in competitions. It's a great outlet because, you know, it's a great skill to have for later on in life. It kind of keeps you on the straight and narrow as a young person. You know, um, there's so many advantages you can use music for your leaving cert, your junior cert, um, even as a social outing down the line if you want to have it, have it as a career. You know, there's so many things there, and I know it's good. F- it's good for you as well. You know, even mentally speaking. I mean. It takes a while for your brain to be able to play an instrument, you know, and to play it well, and it takes years of to practice, but I mean, I, all I can say is, like, I know there's lots of medals and things around here now, and trophies and all that, but only from my mother and father, they would be nothing at all, you know?